Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. I'm back. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm doing another episode to kick this off of Where Are You Now episodes. And I love starting the new year off like this because I've just had so many beautiful success stories coming in in all different levels. And for those of you who have not heard these episodes before, I'll recap. As you know, I coach a lot of people. And of course, you've heard me on the coaching with Kimmy episodes where I coach people live. Well, I have a ton of clients who I send off into the world after coaching them, either on this podcast or or in my programs. And it's so amazing and rewarding when I hear countless success stories and read thousands of emails of previous clients updating me on how their life has improved and often how they find love. So I do these Where Are They Now episodes to inspire and motivate you by hearing what happens to people after I work with them. So whether that's on a podcast or over time working with clients, I hope you listen to these and get inspired by people's successes and know that success can happen to you. And success lies within every individual, as you are going to hear who's with me today, even during quarantine and wherever you're at. And it always starts with a call. So today, I'm bringing on an amazing woman whose journey started actually with hopping on a call with me, gosh, a couple months ago. And she was, you know, on listening to my podcast quite a bit. She finally bit the bullet. She decided to have that very first call and decided to step up and take more action. And she did invest in coaching with me, both in my private program and in my Love Academy group, which she'll talk about a little bit, because she was suffering from really bad self-esteem and wasn't getting anywhere fast. Um, You know, before this, she tried a lot of other interventions with counselors and other dating programs. And while some of it worked and stuck with her, she still wasn't able to get that first date, even past the first date. And quite honestly, she hated dating. I mean, that's that's where I remember where, where she was at. And she found it exhausting and Um, A lot of times she just felt, and you'll hear her talk about feeling rejected, Um, you know, overall on our first call, she disclosed that she knew her heart was closed, you know, and much of it had to do with her self-love. She had some, you know, issues with her skin that was causing a lot of, you know, just uh, like you know, fear around dating and being accepted and not wanting to be rejected. She didn't have a lot of single friends. She never would get past one or two dates online. And she wasn't like really expressing herself and connecting with anybody that she even tried to date or, you know, make a connection with. And most importantly, she did not know how to flirt and wait till you hear her now, (laughs) because I think I've created a flirt monster, happily so. Um, And so she did a ton of work and, and believe me, it was not easy. She will tell you this. And she has shifted dramatically. Well, I love this story so much, and you'll hear her talk. It's a perfect podcast to have right now as we move into the new year and that online dating is at its highest 
right now. And here she is dating up a storm. She has more men in the pipeline than she can even keep up with. In fact, we were going to come up with a spreadsheet of some sort so she could keep track. She is loving flirting. And most importantly, and this is what warmed my heart and I, I wanted to have her on, is she said that for the first time in her life, she is actually having fun dating. So I'm going to bring her on. Welcome, Harpreet. Harpreet, are you there? Hi, Kim. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> this is so special to have you on. I mean, you know, I had you before you came on, do a little exercise to like reflect, you know, on where you were before and where you are now. And it's just like, it's so special to me to have you on to share your success. And, and it looks different for everybody. And that's, that's why I was excited about this. Um, but can you, you know, maybe just tell everyone a little bit about you and, you know, what you do for a living and, you know, what, what life, was like before, like what prompted you to even listen to the podcast and reach out? Okay. Um, well, okay. I live in Vancouver, Canada and I work at the hospital as a lab technologist. And, um, yeah, like I came across your podcast and, um, I was listening to it like every day I would go like for a walk and, um, a lot of the stuff that you were saying in the podcast was really resonating with me. And um, I knew like I definitely needed help. Um, there was a lot of challenges that I was facing at that time. Um, I had really low self-confidence, like mm-hmm. self-esteem. I was going through a lot of difficult issues with like my health and um, it was like, the outside of like my skin and it's really hard to describe, but yeah. So I didn't feel very good about being in my skin and like, I just didn't feel lovable. I didn't feel like I was enough. And, um, I was just very self-critical. Like my thought process, like, I think it's been like this for a while where it was like, you know, um, I'll love myself when like I lose a few pounds or, when my skin clears up and so like I think even growing up like my parents were really self-critical so I think I I carried that on and I I became very self-critical of my appearance and and it was a huge lesson for me this year because like going through that physical experience where like I didn't feel good about my skin I had to figure out another way to feel good in my body and um and the thing is, like, I did not know how to flirt. Like, I had no idea. <laughs> and, like, honestly, like, like flirting with no intentions and just being playful and showing interest in the other person, like, I had no idea how to do that. So there was a lot of things that I needed to work on. And um, I, like, I, you know, as soon as I made that call and we were talking, like, I just, you know, you were kind, you were compassionate and understanding and you knew like exactly, like, exactly. Like I told you immediately, like Kim, right now I'm not focusing on a boyfriend. All I want to work on is like loving myself. You know, that's Mm -hmm. the most important thing for me right now. And, um, I think, you know, like it's, it's a journey and like, I'm definitely in a better place now. And, um, 
I think the, the thing that really, I had an aha moment when you said that um, when you're dating, you are working on self-love, you are working on yourself. And so when you said that and all the other insights you had, like I knew you were like the perfect fit and, and I, I knew I had to work with you. And so here we are. Oh, I love this so much. Um, yeah. It, 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 like when you reflect back on it, how, like, <laughs> what do you think? Right. Like, how do you feel compared to where you are now? Oh, it feels so different. I was just mm. in such a, just a negative, like low energy state. And now I'm way more like cheerful, like I'm excited, you know, and I'm pretty mm -hmm. optimistic about what the future has in like store for me. So it's just completely different now. It's, it really is. It's amazing. And I remember, you know, I, and you said something really um, crucial. And I think it's, it's something that a lot of people deal with is, you know, I'll do this when dot, 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 you know, yeah. when my, my skin clears up, when I lose weight, when I get better pictures, when, 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 and mm -hmm. I think that I remember this too on our first call where there was this like tug of war that was going on in your head between wanting something so badly, but then fearing it at the same time. And that I'll do this when dot, dot, dot was kind of keeping you safe in some ways, because then you didn't have to move. You didn't have to walk into something that was super scary and, and, revealing for you, you know, and also putting yourself in possible um, situation of rejection. Cause I know that there was a lot of work that we had to do around then, but yeah, you know, I would love to hear and maybe share with everyone, like what, what helped you get over that kind of hump for yourself, you know, because in the beginning, I, I mean, I remember we were taking like very like small baby steps in, in each direction that we wanted to take. Like, I mean, I don't know if you remember this, but the thought of you even going online was super terrifying. Like you didn't even want to put up a profile. And then you're like, Kim, I don't know what to do to talk to these guys. Like you didn't even want to talk to the men. Yeah, no, I was terrified. I was just like, cause I just felt like you know, the thing is like, I wanted to be seen, mm -hmm. but at the same time I was terrified because I think again, like I wasn't exactly where I wanted to be. And I thought it would be easier to wait. But then once I got out there and I realized like, you know, like it's taking back my power mm. and, and realizing that, no, like I'm in control. Like I like, it's up to me, like where I feel comfortable and listening to myself. And that's part of like self-love, right? Like mm -hmm. honoring where you are and being okay with it. It's self-acceptance. Yes. Yes. And, and, and I remember that there were a lot of exercises we did, you know, with around oh, yeah. that self-love, right? And yeah, we did a lot of great exercises. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the stuff that really, like, there's a, a, quite a few things that you've mentioned that really helped, like, um, immediately, like you, <laughs> the emotional intelligence where, um, mm -hmm. I, I didn't have a very good 
like I wasn't very good at uh okay what am I trying to say here I'm not <laughs> I had a hard time uh saying like how I feel yeah so I was using this app um the mood meter which mm-hmm. has really helped me I still use it today and I've gotten to habit of like asking myself how I feel and now like I'm way better at like describing like oh this is how I feel and then um and it's just helped me so much and I think people can understand what how I'm feeling like it just comes across like as a deeper connection when you're communicating with people so that's helped me huge and um I have this uh there's another tool that you had given me it's uh it's like a night ritual that I do. It's mm-hmm. the it's the brag. So it's something that you say that you like by yourself. It could be a skill, personality, um, or uh, physical. And I've been doing that. And then a daily gratitude and also just writing how I feel. And that's helped me so much. And the combination with that, I have like, I thought this was a great idea, like where you told me to find pictures that like I love, like where I feel my best mm-hmm. and I put them like right beside my bed and every morning and every night, like I see those pictures and it reminds me that I bring like a lot to the table and I do have a lot to offer. Right. So it's like a constant reminder. And then on the other wall, like I have like my gratitude um, where I have all the pictures that like, I'm so grateful for all the amazing experiences, like the travels I've done, you know, the crazy adventures I've been on and like, you know, the group of friends and family, it's just like, it's a constant reminder that like, even though things can be hard in life, I do have a lot to be grateful for. Mm. So it's just, it's a really good, and it, it just really brings back, like, you know, reminding myself, like, to love myself and to be compassionate. So those tools have helped me a lot. That's huge, Harper. And I just want to highlight that. I mean, that's one of the biggest shifts I've seen in you because I remember there was a period of time where you were just in a really like downward spiral, right? And and not feeling good about yourself. And I think one of the things that we worked on and that you really like overcome is that negative self-talk that you had, right? Like focusing on what you didn't have, what you didn't like about yourself versus what you do. And I think that mindset shift, it's like when that light bulb went off and you started flipping the script, so to speak, I really yeah. feel like that's where everything shifted. And I do remember, remember that phone call we had where we talked about your family of origin stuff and mm-hmm. like how we connected it. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because I think that's so important because sometimes we think something is one way just at like face value, like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. But there was so much deeper stuff that I think we got to that really helped you like move forward. Yeah, like with my family dynamics and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. um yeah it's just like I think um the honestly like from being from an Indian background it's I think it's a little hard because I feel like I'm stuck between two worlds like yes 
the Western and Eastern world. And it's yeah. like, okay, like, you know, and you really have to focus on what makes you happy. And I mean, I think a lot of it was like the negativity from um, my parents and the upbringing that I had. Mm-hmm. It was just very, uh, you know, they weren't very good at expressing their feelings. Like I realized like, you know, my mom, she loves me a lot, but I think she wasn't able to express like how, like in words. And that's something that I really needed. Like, I think love language for me, words of affirmation are so important. And I never got that from like either parent. And I think I, it really took it, like it, it was hard. Like I didn't feel Mm -hmm. loved. And, um, I mean, they showed love in their 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 own way by providing and you know giving helping me so much in other ways. But I think it stems from that. Like I I just didn't feel loved, and I yeah. So I think that really impacted me, and I think the upbringing as well. Like my parents weren't in a happy marriage, and I think they weren't the greatest role models, and. I think that kind of almost scared me from being in a relationship. So I think there's a lot of aspects of my childhood that impact me as an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and that's huge. And I remember like how you practiced, you know, just even, it was we were even trying to find the words and how it translated. Yeah. I feel, right? You're like, yeah, hey, there's like, no I word feel. for feel. <laughs> Which was to me was so telling, right? Like, yeah, how, to your point, I, how differences in cultures and the way that you know people relate and connect is so different. And I think that's very important looking at like the way that you want your life to be now. And and people who come from different cultures, yeah, it is you're like straddling two worlds. And how do you how do you merge that? How do you honor? where you come from and, you know, kind of like embrace the things that you love about your culture and background and even your family system, but also say, Hey, and this is what I want for myself moving forward. And that may look very different than your cultural background and values and the way that they communicate. So yeah, like, and I just want everyone to hear like, cause she, like her, you have really did the work. Like I know you, like you went back and you tried to use the, I feel message and you tried to translate it to your family. And like, you had some powerful conversations, you know? Yeah, no, I definitely have. And I think we're closer for that. Like like I, I, you know, I expressed that with my younger brother and then immediately, like he was more supportive and caring and same with my mom. I think she comes from a loving place, but she mm-hmm. just has a hard time expressing it in words. But yeah, definitely. I use that like now with anyone, <laughs> like immediately it's like express how I feel. So they know where like I'm coming from. So I know we kind of, took a a dovetail in another direction with the family stuff, but I think it's really important because, I mean, as we're talking about all this stuff, how do you think that working on your feelings and your self-worth and looking in the mirror with positivity, like how has all of that translated right now to your dating life? Oh my God. It's been total 180. (laughs) Um, 
Uh, you know, what I think was a huge game changer for me was the flirt immersion. I think oh, that's when the light right. bulb went on because mm. when I saw, like, I think I learned really well from watching other people. And so when I saw like the banter between like the practice date and stuff, I was like, oh, like, okay, I need to do more of that. And I think I just unleashed my (laughs) flirting and it's just, it's been incredible. The amount of responses that I've gotten back, like it's, I've, I'm talking to so many guys. I'm having a hard time keeping up. It's like, so incredible like I've never had that before like where like you know having that many guys like at once want to you know call me go on dates with me like that's what I want like this is like dating like it's supposed to be fun and I'm finally having fun with it so like I'm really happy ah hallelujah like it was no and it (laughs) And, you know, seeing also the transformation, not just in your attitude, but even in your energy and the way that you look, I mean, you can't see her right now, you listening, but she's just gorgeous. And I like, you didn't see that before. And I think you're finally starting to step into your beauty. And I'm not, obviously I'm talking about outside and in, but just, you know, cause you had so much, you know, kind of reservations and, Oh, negativity around your skin and all the stuff that you were, you know, really worried about. And here you are dating up a storm, having all these guys find you attractive. And let me just tell all of you, like I've seen her conversations online and I cannot <laughs> believe what a flirt you are. Like we, and do you remember, like we would do some practice runs online, you know, with your conversations? Yeah. Oh Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> given where you were before and you were like scared to even say hi. And now I, I feel like I've created a little bit of like a monster, but in a good way. Like <laughs> you're like, yeah. is this too flirty? <laughs> I know. I was like, is this pushing it too far? No. Yeah. But I'm having fun with it. And I think the guys are too. So I think it's a win-win. <laughs> oh my God. It's a win-win. And so what would you say, because I, and, and why I wanted to bring you on is because, you know, oftentimes people think, and you and I talked about this, that success, in order to be a success story, you have to have, you know, the boyfriend as the end game, you know, and that obviously like, you know, you're working towards that and that's something you want, but I think, you know, helping you just not get attached to the outcome and not get so focused on, but, but, but what if, but what if, but what if, but it's like more about what is and really staying present with it. I think you've been able to, that's, I mean, for me, for you, why you've had so much fun. And I'd love for you to talk more about, because to me, you, you are a success story right now. Like this is your success because you've overcome so much. I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about your success. Yeah, like, um, I I would say like, it's like, it's so different now, like, because mm-hmm. I'm having so much fun. And I feel like, like, my heart is finally open. It's because like, I think mm-hmm. a lot of it's building the foundation of having that self love, like, and I think I, I, I truly believe like, I think it's the energy that I'm putting out, like, if, 
like if I'm in a good mindset, I think I attract more of like a positive, like guys into my life. And I think that's what I want. And, and sometimes, you know, like, and it's also setting clear boundaries because I mean, there's some guys that, you know, like aren't quite aligned with what I'm looking for. And it's just being straight up with it and being upfront about it. And I'm not afraid to do that where before I was a bit of a people pleaser and it was like, you know, I would do anything. So the guy would like me, but it's not like that now. It's just like more about how I feel. Like, how does the guy make, you know, like, how do I feel around him? Yeah. It's all about, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's all about me. And I think like, you know, I still like, this is a journey for me. And I realize like, I have you know, like I still have lots to learn, but I think that's part of the process is just like being present and just having fun with it. I I think that's really important. I think we get so hung up on like, even before when I used to flirt, there was always like an intention behind my flirting, Yes, you know, is to get a boyfriend, but now it's like, (laughs) right. It's just to have fun and, you know, just get to know another beautiful human being right so it's just I don't know I think it's just a huge shift it is a huge shift and and that's like you're exemplifying exactly what I often talk about and how things leak you know I mean things can leak with negativity and things can also leak with positivity and I think now you're in a state of this positivity that's just transcending in, in so many ways. And it's not just with dating. It's just like your overall attitude. And that's going to trickle down into other experiences, friendships, your career, like all of it. And, and you are seeing the world now with a different lens. And I, that, that, and that's why it's so fun. Right. And you definitely have the charisma glow. (laughs) I love that. Thank you. Yes. Um, well, So just any like parting words of wisdom and here's like kind of a provocative question for you as, as you reflect on that is, you know, if you, if you, if you knew then what you know now, like what advice would you give to yourself and any, anybody else who, you know, maybe was like you in the beginning? Oh, okay. Um, it's just to like, The biggest thing, the takeaway I would say is not to give up on yourself. Like there was times where I was like, Kim, I can't do this anymore. But like, I just, you know, like giving up, giving up is not an option. Like, I think if anyone's like listening to this, like, I think loving yourself is so important because I think in order to like be in a loving relationship, you got to love yourself first. And I think that's so important. And it's like the foundation of a really good relationship with yourself and then Mm -hmm. sharing that with somebody else. And I think it's worth it. I think it's worth putting in the effort and taking the time and putting in the work to really work on yourself because tell, I'm telling you, like it is possible. You can, you can have fun with dating and I'm like an example of it. So I really hope that I inspire somebody to take action and go for it. Oh, I love, love, love that. And to piggyback off of that, 
it like how you said, like working on you, you are going to better yourself in your dating life and that you don't have to stop your social life, stop your dating experiences, not go online, shut everything down in order to love yourself. And I think that's a really, really important point that I think you exemplified because remember in the beginning, you were thinking, I just need to work on myself. Mm -hmm. until dot, dot, dot. I'll do this when dot, dot, dot. But, you know, I think having that push where you can experience something for the, maybe the first time, that is what's going to give you the confidence to keep going with all this, right? Because if you, if we still had you back where you were, not online, I mean, I pushed you online. (laughs) You're like, no, Kim, I'm not ready. And so, you know, we started small and and, and that's what I invite all of you to do is just to start small, like just put one picture up, go on an app that maybe isn't as, you know, overwhelming for you or whatever that is, because those experiences is going to help you with that self-love because you're going to get like confidence around doing something that feels really either bad, negative, or just, you know, anxious about. So I love that you did that. I love that you pushed yourself and I love that you're here. Oh, thanks. I couldn't, I couldn't have done it without you. Oh, well, as I always say, I'm just the flashlight, you know, it's up to you to walk through that light and you, and you did. And I'm just so proud of you. And, you know, you even almost didn't come on, you know, cause you're like, you had a little hiccup, you know, <laughs> a day ago, but look at how resilient you've become. And that's, that's the power and the magic when you do the work, because those little setbacks won't get get you to be way, way back and curl up in your cocoon again. It was like, okay, I'll dust myself off. I pick myself up and away I go again and know that like nothing is forever. Like you have the resilience, you, you have everything that you need in your toolbox to keep going. And I'm so happy that you're continuing on the journey with me and, and maybe we'll have you back on when you get that guy, that boy. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That'll be your next success story. Yeah. Sounds good. Awesome. All right. Well, again, thank you for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient and I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer. Remember, you can build confidence, make connections and find love from the outside in and make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com to see more ways I can help you learn how to date and find love. Then hop on a call with me by just clicking on the link in the show description that 30 minutes could change the course of your entire life as it did for her pre. And who knows, maybe you'll be the next star in my Where Are They Now episode with your own success story. Remember, working on you is working on your dating life. And stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day. 